Yeah, I think your your levels are good, guys. Don't okay. cool. like move around. Okay, that's fine. All right, yeah. make that closer. Thanks, tech guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Easy job. Um, Cool. Yeah, that's what they say, right? All right. Well, I guess we'll just start. Okay. Um, so. How long have you been doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. The tables have turned. Welcome to I Know the Owner, a podcast where bar people talk bar stuff. I'm Charlene Wellington. I'm the host and owner, and I'm here with my friend, um, Melody Henry. Hi. That I got, I'm like, I didn't even yeah. confirm that before no, we started. You know my name. So I got it. I got it. <laughs> I don't know if you like go by something different. So, no. hi, welcome. Hi. Welcome to Hinterlands. Welcome to the podcast. I love Hinterlands. Um, thanks. Um, let's do a little COVID cheers okay. with the, like the bottom. Yeah. And uh, welcome. Um, you are the owner of Lucky Thirteen. I am. And I don't know if we should start with the hell that is now, or if we should start from the beginning. Whatever what, you want. Let's go. Let's start from the beginning, and then okay. we'll talk about the hell. Okay. So, how long have you been in this business? I've been bartending since 1992, so next year that'll be 30 fucking years. Wow. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, of okay. course. <laughs> of course. Um, and I actually had a moment last week where I was bartending and I thought, I don't know if I can keep doing this this much I longer. My body doesn't yeah. like it so much anymore. But really, I think that's just because we took so many breaks over COVID that I'm not used to being on my feet for all those hours. Maybe I'm just not used to being so on yeah, because I've been on my couch for a fucking year. Yeah, you know? I mean, so. I remember when we were just quarantined for the like first three, four weeks when we we didn't leave our house, right? Because we had COVID, and we went for our first walk. Yeah, and the bottoms of my feet. Yeah, hurt. <laughs> and I was it's like, crazy. So, um, and you're in pretty good shape, and you're you know kind of small. I'm in good shape, so. but being on <laughs> my feet for you know ten hours after not. Bar- after barely moving, I mean, yeah. I've been doing yeah. yoga the whole time, and but it's different. You know, it's different like, than actually like standing up for ten and hours, bending or, down to get beer, and whatever, and pouring over, stuff, and, and climbing, and three things know, in your hand, and, and yeah. being really friendly. But what I do like about the mask is, you know, I don't have to fake, you don't smile, have to fake anymore, smile anymore. So fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the being friendly is the hard part, and especially now that this is a different your your place. I think you can mostly get away with during normal times. Being not a being, bitch, yeah, yeah, sure, they love it's it. Like they come back for more. But um, I, but I also have to be like, now it has to be like, do you know that your nose is actually where you're breathing in and out of? Can yeah. you maybe cover that? Yeah, you know, I know that part makes me insane. I know. So, so thirty oh, years man. of this, no, well, you know, <laughs> it just gets more challenging every year. Where'd so. you start? What was your first bar? Uh, Limelight, actually. Oh my god, Limelight. Believe it or not, I Shut up. yeah. So I I went in there, and I I got a job dancing in a cage. And my first night dancing in a cage, actually, I I was selling T-shirts for the Sky Frankie like Limelight merch. At first. Okay. that was my first first job there. All right. And um and then someone I'm, was like, "You're hot. You should get in a cage. Whatever. I don't. Yeah, even know. yeah. And I was like, okay, that sounds fun. You You're know, hot. I was you should get in a cage. Twenty two. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize the cage was like. Not safe at all. Open yeah. on the sides. Was suspended. pulled up. Suspended. Was pulled up by one chain. 
Wow. I mean, this is 92. Like, there was yeah, no regulations. Yeah. And I was in that thing for a little while. And the other girl's, like, hanging out by one leg. And it's the limelight <laughs> ceiling is, like, insane. Yeah, it's really high. Yeah, so I, I got down and I was like, I don't think I can do that anymore. And they happened to have a bartender who had not shown up. I never mm-hmm. bartended in my life. Uh-huh. They were like, leave the rubber hot shorts on and get behind the bar. That's amazing. That was, that was kind of my dream. <laughs> I I was really hoping to get somebody on here who worked at the Limelight. Now I'm so excited. Here I am. Um, I used to go to the Limelight around like 91, 92. Okay. So, so probably 92. we used to go to Shampoo. We yeah, used to go to Rock I worked and Roll shampoo, Church. I worked Rock and Roll Church and um, I worked Communion. Yes. Communion was Tuesday nights. Tuesdays. Ha! But I was usually up upstairs, except mm-hmm. for communion. I was usually up okay. upstairs. I made it up. I made it up there. <laughs> I, I got through. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it was um, wild times. We, I used to go to the limelight with a bunch of my friends, and we would, um, we were like going to bartending school, and we were like, oh man, if we get a job at the limelight, we're gonna make so much money. Because look, if they get, and we would watch and be like, if they get a dollar a drink, they must leave with like a thousand dollars. Um, and then, like in hindsight, looking back, they—I don't know. Yeah. Did you leave with a thousand dollars? No, I, yeah. I mean I did okay, but a lot of people were on a lot of drugs then, yeah, and they, so they weren't, weren't drinking. Drinks. They were drinking a lot of water, and they it don't tip also you on water. On a lot of drugs, right? Then. Well, I was not, <laughs> so I—I've I, never been to like a really drug person. So mm-hmm. it was kind of fascinating to watch. The, the serious drugs that were going on there at the yeah. time, you know? I, I feel like we didn't have money either. Right. So we wouldn't even get water from the bartender. We would, like, get something and save our cups and, like, right. fill it in the sink. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy. It was a long time ago. And I think, I don't even think drinks were that expensive then either. No, I feel it wasn't like, like clubs now. Yeah. Where, like, I don't even know how they made their money. Well, I guess they had a door fee a lot of did. times. They did. Um, I didn't pay that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we, I don't remember. We literally had no money. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. I, I think I think just volume. I think it wasn't. The, there was like, so many bars capitalist in there. Thing it is now, but also a little bit. you know rents weren't yeah. what they are now. Even rents were lower. Regulations you know. were different. Yeah. So um, I don't know. You could let in a bunch of under twenty one people. <laughs> Gesundheit. Yeah. I sorry. Um, I'm vaccinated, so if I cough, awesome. I'm just, Me too. Just FYI. Cheers. I'm probably not <laughs> to, gonna to the public. You. If you hear a cough and you get nervous, yeah, we're, we're all vaccinated. We're vaccinated so. <laughs> so how long were you at the limelight? Kind of on and off. I I hated it because it was like <laughs> <laughs> I hated it because it was. Because of the drugs, really. Mm-hmm. People were rolling K-blunts on the oh, bar, and then yeah. they would go into a K-hole, and I didn't know, like, are they going to die? Do I yes. have to call 911? Am I responsible for these people? People were blowing lines of coke all over the bar. I grew up with a drug addict mother. It was kind of triggering mm-hmm. me. So um, I left, and I started cocktailing at a strip club, actually. In New York? my next, yeah, my next, before I became a stripper, my uh-huh. first move was cocktailing at which, a strip club. Which one? It was called Paradise Club. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, around, yeah, I yeah. worked there. <laughs> my God, It was owned by New York Doll. New York Doll's it Paradise. Was, it was, no, no Paradise was bands. not, yeah. I Wait, worked at was Flash Paradise? also. Paradise is right by the Empire State Building. Okay, I don't know. I and it was nude. It was a nude club. No, I didn't work at Paradise. And I started waitressing there, um... 
at first, uh-huh. and then I wound up dancing. Because again, you're hot. Mm-hmm. You should be dancing, should, yeah. which is stupid. But that, but I was barely making a hundred dollars cocktailing and mm-hmm. getting my fucking ass smacked all night. Yes. So it was actually you're like I might as well. I might as well take my clothes off and make five times that and get more respect somehow. Uh-huh. I'm not sure how that works. But. What was the first the first time that you went on the stage like? The first time you took your clothes off? Um, it was a Sunday. Uh-huh. I purposely chose a, like a, a weird off night. Mm-hmm. I already worked Sundays. The Sunday night manager, he loved me. Mm-hmm. So he wanted me to dance. And I got drunk. Uh-huh. And because that was the only way I could dance actually, mm-hmm. which is why that had to end after mm-hmm. a couple of years. Because I, I was drunk for a couple of years. Um, and it was weird, but, and it was all nude. So I went directly to, hi, here's my pussy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you had to get all the fancy, because you had to get all the fancy bikini waxes. It was, it, you know, I'm a good shaver. Okay. And I used, I used to use Nair. I don't even know if they did oh, bikini wow. waxes at the time, but I used to pour Nair up my ass. Because I'd look at a porn and I'd be like, you know, it looks like, her, your ass crack looks like glass. How do you get that? <laughs> nair and you couldn't google it because that no, didn't exist no there was no google so wow. nair and it hurt like hell hurt? Yeah, yeah it hurt and it would be pink <laughs> <laughs> but it worked and you know whatever you gotta make do with what you have you were know. you terrified or you were like eh it was fine you are fine you were all already drunk I mean yeah um, it was fine it was weird it was fine nice. until till you start to want to work good nights and then the you know the man, the other managers want you to blow them in order to like uh, continue to work there so I never had that experience so I don't know if we ever talked about this I and I I don't think I talked about it on the show yet so I moved to Vegas when I was 19 and I tried to get a bartending job I had already been bartending but they don't. They didn't play that shit that they played in New York, where you could lie about your age. They in were, Vegas, in Vegas, yeah. they were really serious. You could not. You had to go to the police department, get a sheriff's card in order to work. So I was like, I got these giant things. I might as well strip. <laughs> and I went into a strip club during the daytime, uh, Crazy Horse Two. And, and I was like, I want a job. Yeah. And they were like, Look at these cans. You? Yeah. They were like, What do you do? And I was like, I want to be a dancer. And um, they're like. All right, come back later, you know, get some... Audition. Get some, yeah, get some heels and right. come back later. Right. He told me to come back at four in the morning. And I assumed that I was, like, auditioning at the end of the shift. Right. But I was coming to work the 5 a.m. shift. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. So I went out and I got, like... A, yeah, I forgot they don't have a curfew there. Yeah, it's 24 it's like hours. like NOLA. Yeah. Yeah. So I went out and I got like a bikini G-string and I wore my, um, I call, after that I called them my orthopedic pumps because I wore like my platforms because I never had right. like pointy heels yeah. back then. It was like the 90s. That was like kind of gross, right. you know? And I went on stage and they, it looked like orthopedic shoes compared oh to what everybody else was right, wearing. Right, right. And But I was 19, so the manager let me do a shot before I got on stage and then I worked my whole first year and a half completely sober. sober. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad mine is a bit of a blur. (laughs) But everybody was doing so much drugs in the dressing room. Mm -hmm. I was actually glad I was drunk because it was just a lot. There, I didn't see a lot of drugs. It was... It may have been one of the most wholesome places I ever really? worked. Yeah. I think New York the City New York is different. is different. When I came to New York, it was different. Yeah. But there was, they were like no touching, and right. the bouncer would beat the fuck out of somebody if they like touched your leg. If you were like, 
um, excuse me, the bouncer. He was like really buff and short, so he was like waiting to kick someone's ass. <laughs> and he would throw, like kick, literally kick them from the back to the front for like a hundred feet. So that was that Amazing. was kind of fun. Oh my god! <laughs> so so this was before. So you were cocktail waitressing. I cocktail waitress, then I danced. A bartender, cocktail waitress, then I danced. Then I went to Flash Dancers to audition, mm-hmm. but I don't have big tits. So they didn't want to hire me because it was all huge tits mm-hmm. and fake tits. And, um, and I, I've never had, you know, I mean, they're bigger now. I have some COVID weight in them right now. <laughs> then they weren't. And, um, and so I spoke to them about cocktailing. And then, so I did that for a minute there. And then they, they re- found out somehow that I had been a bartender. Mm-hmm. So I wound up bartending at Flash Dancers. Oh, that's probably good money, That right? was good money, but it was crazy. And I mm-hmm. had to make real drinks for the first time. Uh, like, you know, a Cosmo. Mm-hmm. Was, Cosmos mm-hmm. were in then, yes. in the 90s, yes. you know. And things like that. Like, I had to learn how to make an actual martini. And did you, because I was pretty naive... Um, I stopped when I was 21, and I was pretty naive the whole time. And I know that there were, like, there were, like, teams, and there would be, like, a bartender stripper team. And it's, like, the bartender would like would be, like, <laughs> no, you didn't do that either. I didn't yeah, work there for that either. long. And then one of the bouncers that I knew one night when I wasn't there, um, some guy started some shit, mm-hmm. and... Um, and this giant bouncer, he was like literally seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he wants people to know he got shot at Flash Dancers. Oh. But the guy came back with a gun and shot him oh my God. because he t- kicked him out. And, um, and he, he told me all he, could think of, all he could think about how like the girls, all they cared about were their money. They were stepping over his bleeding body to get paid. Oh my god! And then the ambulance came because they were trying to get paid and get out of there because there was a lot of Russian illegals there at that yeah. time. Yeah. At the time, there was a lot of like hot Russian even. women. So I actually just got out of there because I was like, "Well, that's fucking scary. I don't need. I never thought about yeah. that before. Well, I don't want to get shot at work. Yeah. You know. So that so happened. Left there. So I left there. Then I worked at peep, in Peep Show booths for a while, which is uh, why I'm writing a book. So we're not going to talk about that. Okay. And because that's a whole thing. I never worked in peep shows, so you're yeah, good. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> crazy thing. That was probably one of the craziest years of my life. And then I went... After your book comes out, you'll come back and we'll talk about it. (laughs) And then I went to Dangerous Curves, which was one of the Flash Dancers Uh clubs. And I thought I was going to go back to dancing because New York had changed a lot of laws and things were getting a little mm-hmm. weird and I didn't want anyone touching me. That's why I went to peep yeah. shows, you know? I wanted a piece of glass between me and these mm-hmm. gross dudes. And I went to uh, Dangerous Curves and they hired me to cocktail mm-hmm. and I wanted a bartending job. I actually thought I was going to dance, but I saw lap dancers for the first time okay. and I was like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not rubbing my naked, it was a naked club. I'm not uh-huh. rubbing my naked pussy on a guy's pants because they would come in their pants. Ooh. That is disgusting. Oh, so I actually, I couldn't do it. And I felt really bad for the dancers there, but they didn't seem to mind so much. I don't know. Drugs are, drugs, drugs are bad, okay? Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I wound up cocktailing there for a minute and then they figured out that I could actually do math and they put me behind the bar <laughs> and I bartended there for quite a while, actually. Uh-huh. At Dangerous Curves? At Dangerous Curves, yeah. That's great. And um, did you make a lot of friends? I don't know if I made friends, but I made money. Okay. And I made as much money as when I was dancing at Paradise sometimes. Okay. So it was totally worth it. And 
You can't sell liquor at a at a right. nude club in New York City. That's right. So, so you'd sell juice. We had fake beer on tap, yeah, and people thought it that. was real beer. And they would these frat they boys would, would get drunk. drunk. <laughs> and I would be like, "You're a douche. There's no alcohol in that beer. You had seven of them, but there's no alcohol in it." So, That's hilarious. Yeah. But we had they had they had a little little stash for like, for like the VIP. Yeah. Yeah. So they had a little stash. I remember so I started in this club in Vegas and I worked I ended up on that shift. Like whoever hires you puts you on their shift. So the I ended up on the shift. five to one. <laughs> you shift. must have seen some shit. So, <laughs> I did and I was I like always had a really strong work ethic. So I would show up at four and the girls that were getting off that were like that had worked the whole busy night would be like, hey why don't you take my place? So I'd get that first hour where it was like still, still busy. busy. Right. And then um, it was, they were so strict. It was like, you could, like you could do some touching. Yeah. But if you didn't want to. Yeah. Like that was fun. Paradise was very strict and, also. We, they gave us a manual. I wish I, I tried to save it over uh, all these years because it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I hope it's still in a, like a box somewhere in my house. I have, but it would give you like directions. If you sit in his lap, it uh, has to be this many inches away wow. from his penis. I'm like, you have to <laughs> have your awesome. underwear on and you can't step off the stage if you're naked. And there was a lot, a lot of rules. We there. had rules, but they were never written down. But I, when I left... Um, Crazy Horse 2 I I asked for a letter of recommendation because I always <laughs> ask for a letter of recommendation when I left a job and I still have my letter of recommendation oh and it's typewritten by the, the manager of the club her name was Annette you should frame and that I have it framed okay, in, my, yeah. in my house and her name was Annette and she used to come in in these amazing Sergio Tacchini suits <laughs> and heels and high heels and like giant hair and it was like a family owned club and she was like the sister and she was you know like she was the shit I never like even met her other than that right. I asked her for that letter of recommendation <laughs> and she was like to whom it may concern Charlene um, worked here she was never a problem and it was like typed on a typewriter that yeah. wrote in script I love it. That's amazing. I still have it. I and I have a copy of it just in case. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> Jesus. So so you were at where are we? Okay, so you're I'm bartending at, da- I'm at bartending Dangerous, at Dangerous Curves. Curves and then I got a real job. Oh. I I was going to college mm-hmm. at the time and I was actually I think oh, maybe I was I just finished my bachelor's degree when I started cocktailing at Paradise because I couldn't find a real job. Mm -hmm. So I was working on my master's. I was making extra money at Dangerous Curves on the side by doing all of the term papers for all of the dancers that were in college. Oh, that's so amazing. So I was making like, I would charge them like, you know, $20 an hour, which was a lot of money There's in the 90s. There's your movie right there. Yeah, and I would, <laughs> I would have to learn shit like art history and do papers mm-hmm. and all these strippers got I A's. I done that. Yeah, so it was I totally awesome. could have done that. <laughs> um, and then I, I went and worked in advertising for a little while mm-hmm. and then the guy I was dating who was the bouncer at Dangerous Curves mm-hmm. decided he wanted to open a bar and wanted me to help him out with some offshore money whatever blah 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 that he uh-huh. had sent me we weren't together anymore mm-hmm. but he, he trusted my opinion and brought me to meet this guy he was going to be partners with um, you know who he is I'm not going to say his name but that okay. was Bellevue Bar 
Okay. So I started working because he hates my guts. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. We had a very yeah, bad falling yeah. out. So I helped him out with opening Bellevue, mm-hmm. and he asked me if I wanted to bartend Saturday nights because I now had a full time job in advertising. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't really know how to handle getting a check and making it last two weeks. Okay, So yes. sometimes I would I run out of I money. Ever, because, yeah. you know, if you're used to being in a cash business, you just go to work and get money if you run out of money. Yeah. So I wasn't good at that. So I thought, wow, Saturday nights is going to be good. It's in Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to make a decent amount of cash. And mm-hmm. then I don't have to freak out about running out of money and stuff. You know, because yeah. I got used to, I as know. a stripper, I got Not used you, to... My phone. <laughs> <laughs> I got used to, like... Cash. A decadent lifestyle. Yes. Like I was taking limousines to Great Adventure and popping a bottle of Veuve Clicquot oh, in the morning for breakfast. And that's amazing. It was a little too much. So <laughs> I didn't know how to save money at all. So I started working at Bellevue and you know, we started and it had been a bar called Drag Bar and it was like a cigarette bar, but people thought it was a gay bar because it was called Drag yes. Bar. So we had to like change the image and the owners. <laughs> changed the name to Bellevue Bar. We started putting metal in the jukebox and I started having like friends DJ. If it was drag bar now, it would be amazing. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I started having like metal and goth DJs Uh like come through and having a party and then suddenly the guys from Saturday Night Live would all come there after Mm -hmm. they shot the show so it became a real crazy spot and it was insane and I made tons of money there. That's great. So that was awesome. (laughs) Um, and then September 11th happened. Mm, yes. So that was a dark time, as mm-hmm. we all know. And I, it was across the street from Port Authority. So I had a lot of Port Authority guys who were literally digging bodies out all day would come and have drinks. Mm-hmm. And I would have to, like, console them because, you know, the bartender yeah. is the therapist. Yeah. I did get my first degree in psychology, so I feel pretty good about <laughs> it. Um, Which is the same job. It's the same job. <laughs> and And then... The owner of Bellevue and I had another bad falling out. Mm -hmm. Um, I had been a lesbian at the time. I had been with a string of women. I think stripping made me hate men to Mm -hmm. a certain extent. It'll do that. And then I started dating a guy. Mm -hmm. The one who I opened Lucky 13 with. Okay. So I started dating him. And the owner of Bellevue got weird. Suddenly I was... I was his ex, and it was okay when I was a lesbian, but, but suddenly he was turning, turning into a real asshole because mm-hmm. I was dating a guy. Yeah. So we had a really bad falling out. And then not that long after that, Jeff was working at Webster Hall. Jeff was the guy uh-huh. I started dating. He was the daytime manager there. Oh, and one awesome. day he said, we should open a bar. And I'm like, we don't have any money. <laughs> How do yeah. you open a bar with no money? I don't know. Yeah. And I'm still working at the advertising firm, and mm-hmm. he's working days at Webster Hall. But he really convinced me. He has all the daytime knowledge, management mm-hmm. stuff I didn't know about, and I know all yeah. the night stuff yeah. and what a bar should be like it and how it, you know, he did, <laughs> but we didn't have any money. And so one night we were at Bar None, that mm-hmm. shitty college bar right yeah, around the corner yeah. from Webster Hall, and the owner happened to be there, and he said that he Opened Bar None, the first one, he now has a few of them, Mm -hmm. with credit cards. Shut up. And a light bulb went off over my head because I had great credit. Oh my God. So I opened a bunch of credit cards and I wrote myself $75,000 in credit card checks. And that's how we opened the first Lucky 13. Shut up. That's amazing. (laughs) And I thought, if it fails, I'll file for bankruptcy. Yeah. That's real, that and it crazy? didn't. It didn't fail. We That's did great. Amazing. We actually did how, great. How old were you? By then, I was 
30. Okay. You were still young enough to like take a crazy risk. Yeah. And, but Jeff really, Jeff's always the yeah, let's do stupid things guy. And I'm uh-huh. always the no, let's not, you know, uh-huh. which is probably why even though we're not together anymore, our business relationship still works. I'm the let's do stupid things guy. And Stuart <laughs> is the no, let's not. <laughs> and, That's great. I have this. I have this look I get when I come out of the shower. What sign are you? What sign are you? I'm on the cusp of Aries and Taurus. Okay. My birthday is actually yeah, four twenty. You're like I'm. Uh, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I know what's right. I come out of the shower. The shower is the only place where I'm like alone with my thoughts because like too much is happening. So I come out of the shower and I'm like, Stuart, I just had an idea, and he's like, Oh fuck! And I have this like, I just had an idea, and he's like. This means that I'm gonna have to do something right. annoying. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. she wants to open another bar again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we so, opened Lucky Thirteen, and at first it was just me and Jeff doing all the bartending mm-hmm. shifts because we were trying to figure it out. Did you live out. in Park Slope at the time? Yeah, that's why we opened. It. Okay, I was. I thought to myself, a lot of the metal bars I loved were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Scrap bar I used to hang out at. Alcatraz I used to hang I out at. Alcatraz. Oh my god, did you? <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. And when? When? Um, I want to say before I moved to Vegas. So okay. like 92, 93. That's crazy. Yeah. I must have seen you there. We yeah, must have crossed paths cross many paths times. A million times. So I just felt like there was nothing cool anymore. We went to Three of Cups sometimes, mm-hmm. but it, it was like. Cougarville and I, yeah. I just I don't know it just didn't feel I wanted something that was still kind of youthful also they wouldn't play death metal and stuff like that at mm-hmm. three of cups I was like let's get you know I'm a black metal girl I'm mm-hmm. never gonna go into a bar and hear black metal let's just fucking open one you know yeah there's gotta be at least there's and others be somebody you know <laughs> so so we we opened it in the neighborhood we lived mm-hmm. in because we wanted to have some place we wanted to actually hang out in yeah um, but somehow I was still working full time at the advertising That's firm crazy I had started teaching yoga mm-hmm. and I was running a bar. And I was bartending three nights stop. a week. It was insane. Wow. I never slept. Like, I didn't sleep for at first, you know. And our first few bartenders were terrible. Mm-hmm. They robbed us. We, you know, oh, it was no. all a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, I know it it's, happens. It's a, it's a hard balance. It's really tough to find somebody that is going to, like, bring the party. Yeah. Work hard. Not be wasted. Not get not drunk. Not take money. And be responsible. Yeah. And be able to do math. Like, it's a lot it's to a, ask it, a person. It shouldn't be, though. It, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like, like, I don't think it should be because I, I know that that's who I am. Right, right. But I feel like... If you're hiring somebody and you're like, okay, I need you to like move really fast. Yeah. I need you to know all these drinks. Yeah. I need you to be nice to people, but also know Not when to be shit. mean to right, them. Right. You know, know when to like you might have to physically throw them out. And you can drink, but don't get drunk. Right. And count the money. Yeah. And give it all to me. I guess it's, it's I guess a that's lot. true. But I just always felt like I did that for so many years. I never I stole from even the assholes. Yeah. Because I'm a karma believer, Mm -hmm. you know? And I always did well enough that I didn't feel like I had to steal. And and I can do math. I mean, I have... I have bartenders now that use a calculator to add up like three drinks. Yeah. Like that slows you down so I'm like, much. I'm like, that's why we don't put change. On right, prices. right. Of course. <laughs> imagine, imagine shit imagine was like it was like seven fifty. Oh my god, it. it would be a nightmare. But but they still can't 
figure it out. Yeah. And I'm happy they're trying to get it right. Mm -hmm. But no one's going to move fast if they have to stop at a calculator every yeah. every round. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know what it is. but So we had a lot of... A lot of fuck-ups in the beginning. I understand some people wake up one morning and they go, I didn't go to college. I have, I, I don't really have any skills. I don't mm -hmm. like to get up in the morning. I yeah. know what I'll do. Yeah. I'll be a bartender. <laughs> yes. Well, because every movie tells you if you quit your nine to five, you can just go be a bartender. It's not that, <laughs> it's easy. Not that easy. And and also, knowing how to make the drinks is the least it's of it. It's the least of it. And people don't every, get that. They don't. They're like, know? I know how to make drinks. I'm like, yeah. Who cares? I mean, Jack and Coke, recipe, real fucking yeah, hard. yeah. Exactly. Like, you know. either it's a Jack and Coke, or it's on our menu, or I'm going to be like, yeah, I don't have that fucking drink. Right. Like, it's not that... Or, well, nowadays, you could look yeah. it up on your phone, yeah, too. Exactly. So there was there was a time, I think Stuart, Stuart and I were talking about it on the last episode, there was a time recently where people would come in with their phones, and they'd be like, I would like a oh blah, blah, God, blah. Oh, my God, stop and it. And they had the recipe in front of them. They're like, no, it's like, I'm, I'm moving my hand. I know you can't see it. They're, <laughs> they're like, no, it's this. And... And you had to be like, no, I'm not making that yeah. drink recipe that you have on your yeah, phone. Yeah, no. And also, like, I don't, I own a metal bar. I don't have fucking mint leaves yes, or whatever the hell they're asking yeah. that goes in this fucking Like, you're lucky this drink. glass is clean. Uh, yeah. I mean, now, now we're all plastic because know, I'm afraid. But, <laughs> but, you know, before. Yeah, before. You know. Yeah, they got a kind of clean glass. Yeah. And they were lucky to get yeah, that. That's true. That's <laughs> and, true. And, um... Yes, and and I came and interviewed for a job at Lucky 13. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. When was that? <laughs> it was before I worked at Commonwealth. Oh, see, so, I didn't really know you until you worked at yeah, Commonwealth. It was, no, yeah, nobody did. Yeah. Jesse brought me in. Jesse Howard brought me in. Okay. Um, and you guys were hiring, and it was the two of you, I remember. And I don't look like I belong in a metal bar. I never did. But, I mean, I've worked in some rough places. Yeah, sure. Um, but, yeah. And I sat down and I talked to the both of you. And I was like, I don't think I made a good impression. Like, I'm going to fit in here. But I got to tell you the truth. I don't think I would have because I don't like loud music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's loud. And also, I expect the bartenders to play their own music. Yeah. So you have I, to actually know a bunch yeah. of stuff, you yeah. know? So, I mean, that's definitely happen. a thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm okay. That might be why we're friends up, now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I'd have been like, oh, that bitch. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> hard to work for, but I, I think that I, you know, if I watch Bar Rescue, I start sending insane texts at two in the morning because yes. it makes me crazy <laughs> realizing how much we money these people are flushing down the toilet on me. We we sometimes watch Bar Rescue with breakfast and it it stresses us out. It's so, so stressful. Much. I, you just um, you think about all the ways you're losing money and all the ways you could I, be doing better and I think that I could have handled working for you. But we'll never know. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could have. You're responsible was, and you know how to handle money and Look at you now. Look at me now. I and know. I ended up working around the corner. Right. At Commonwealth. And I loved that. So we were, yeah. So we were sister sister bars. Yeah. And we you used like, to send me a shot. That's how I yes, really got to that's know right. you. Because you used we to. We would do dial a shot. Yeah. You would send a shot with the customer that was coming over. Yes. And I just loved that. I was like, I love this chick. Yes. Oh, should we tell the babysitter story? Sure. <laughs> sure. That, I actually told that story recently. <laughs> I haven't told it in a while, but it's a really funny story. Um, if we if we can like piece it together, I can piece it together. So this woman, 
Was her name Bernadette? Bernadette, okay. yes. So she came into Lucky 13 a few times. She was older. One of those, like, I'm a metal chick from the 80s, still tries to yes. look like it. Yes. She's always trying to get guys to buy her drinks, trying to go home with somebody. Mm-hmm. And and not super hot and mm-hmm. older. So yeah. And some of my crowd is in their early 20s, yeah. you know? So it didn't work. And hey, make me a sex on the beach. <laughs> so I'm making this chick fucking sex on the beach all night. She's trying to get people to buy her drinks. And... And after I tell the story, everyone's going to be think I'm a complete maniac. But all right, so, whatever. So before before this happened, she started drinking at Commonwealth. Okay. And she was my babysitter. Right, which I had I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, you didn't know. And and but, after well, the, in the incident, <laughs> she wouldn't leave at last call. Uh-huh. She refused to leave. She was like, "No, I'm not going anywhere," you know. And I I went around because I was gonna physically drag her out of the bar, mm-hmm. and she punched me in the face. And I had years of kickboxing training, mm-hmm. and I broke her arm. And I didn't mean to. I just snapped it in, in like, half. In like a very like easy. It kind was of way. yeah. And then I ate her she glasses. Calcium. I chewed on her glasses. And Wait, I, I didn't know you chewed yeah, on her glasses. Yeah, Ralph was talking about how I was chewing her glasses and spitting glass at her. Oh my and God, that part I yeah, did not know. Yeah, it was know. kind of a thing. And then, um, and then she was laying in the street. Then the cops came and they were like, what happened? And I had there were a few people in the bar that mm. said she punched her in the face. Mm-hmm. It was self-defense. And it, well, she wants her glasses. And all I had was this bent frame because oh, I had chewed no. all the glass out. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then you came in like a week later. I was like, you broke my babysitter's arm. <laughs> and you were like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you weren't upset about no, no, it. No, I wasn't. You were actually so seemed happy she, about it. <laughs> well, because she, she was, first of all, she was not a good babysitter. Right, right. She had a job cleaning people's houses the same time she was babysitting me and she would oh take me to God, this old lady's no house way. and make me sit on the couch while, while she, cleaned she cleaned it. Yes. Um, so crazy. she was enterprising. Like, I gotta yeah, give her that. sure. Um, but she started coming into Commonwealth and she would get wasted and like make out with the weirdest old guy that yeah. like somehow wandered in. And <laughs> normally I would throw her out. Right. But I was like, how humiliating oh my God. to be thrown out of a neighborhood bar by the kid you used to babysit I for. Know. Like, so I would let it go. Over the and top, I would let man. her like, well, that was very hang nice out of you, actually. And get like drunk like super drunk, which I guess I feel bad. But I guess my coworkers did not put up with that, so they would throw her out, right. and then she started coming to Lucky Thirteen. To Lucky Thirteen, and Jeff was like, "Oh my God, you broke somebody's arm!" <laughs> and I was like, "I don't know, I don't know what happened." <laughs> and then when you, t- I was like, "Oh my God, it was Charlene's babysitter! <laughs> How does that even fucking happen?" <laughs> so yeah, Aww, we've had quite I hope a lot she's of doing well. I mean, you know what? I hope she's drinking less because well, really that was the issue. You know? She was babysitting for me once and I was like eight or nine and I caught my finger in the reclining chair and my nail fell off and I had to go to the emergency room. So there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope she healed up well. I, I hope she I don't, healed up well. I don't wish uh, you no, know, permanent injury on She's anyone. Fine. Okay, good. I just can't. You, if, uh, just so you, you know, you guys out there in podcast land know, if you punch Melody in the face, I might break, you your, might arm, break your arm. So just please never don't do that. punch your bartender. Yeah, you don't do that. All, and then of course she didn't know I was the owner. Thank God. Yeah. She was like, "Oh, that bartender that went bartender, crazy." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
So how long was Lucky 13 on Fifth Avenue? Um, we opened there in 2003, and we relocated in 2014, so mm. a long time. Yeah, yeah, over 10 years. Yeah. The neighborhood just got so gentrified and it I, you know we were part of the gentrification yeah. when we first took that space there were homeless people sleeping on the sidewalk outside because mm-hmm. there was a Salvation Army across the street yes I remember that and we used to have to wake them up to get inside and like mm-hmm. get the bar open or get the bar ready mm-hmm. or whatever and then the Salvation Army was replaced by extremely expensive condos so that yes. was you know that kind of fucked us you know because yeah. they just and then called like 311 yeah constantly that's and you can annoying. call 311 anonymously, which I don't think is fair. No, I don't think it's fair either. If it's something like a noise complaint, I, I understand if you need to call anonymously because of safety issues yes. or something. But, but if the complaint. same two people call over and over and over and over, they don't know it's the same two people. Yeah. So that's we not have, fair. No, it's not. We have um, a neighbor here that... On calls, Church Avenue. Yes. Wow. That calls the cops on us all the time. She calls us and leaves us nasty messages she messages us on Facebook and then she calls the cops and she wasn't getting the satisfaction that she wanted oh so she God. would escalate it and she called and she said there was a 17 person melee in our backyard which if you've when never was been this? here this was right before COVID right before COVID yes so if you've ever seen our little bar like 17 people can't even fit in our backyard this is also not a crazy wild place no this is not like you know? we have flowered wallpaper yeah I have and the bikers music. rolling up so yeah, I get exactly. it but like exactly this place and basically the cops since that she did she did call a few times since COVID which is bullshit <sighs> um, and now like they we're, come like by. we're not having a hard enough yeah. time and now they come by and I'm like was it her and they're like yup and then they're like, thank you. And they, because they know. They know already. They know already. Yeah. So that's But that's good. good. Yeah. But, but, you know. But that's why we had to go because we started, every department started coming down on us. Oh, yeah. So we would have like the health department, the, the D, like every, every department would come down, the fire department, whoever measures decibels, mm-hmm. who the fuck is that? I don't know. The they would come department. down. It's not the DOT. It's the, some fucking the DOB, the Department of Buildings? No, I don't think it's them. I don't even know anymore. Fire Department? But I don't I remember. No the fire department the would come department. down, the health department would come down, and that and that wow, department. That and they would all come down on a Saturday night, and we would get fined for things like a lime on the floor at midnight on a Saturday. Like, they That's were just trying ridiculous. to put us out of business. So we had a couple of benefits, and we got through that, but we realized, like, we either had to move mm-hmm. or just throw the towel in because yeah. we weren't making our bills because of all the fines and it was just and they just kept coming at us Such you know bullshit. and um this was what was it who was the was bloomberg the mayor then i Probably, guess bloomberg yeah. was the mayor then what a dick yeah el bloombito <laughs> <laughs> so he um he really you know didn't like nightlife kind of like i think yeah. might be going on with cuomo right now yeah, that's another it feels story like that. but but we didn't, again, we didn't have money to, like, yeah. move. So, and and you couldn't, you could no longer open a bunch of credit cards and write yourself a bunch of credit card <laughs> checks because things changed. Uh-huh. After the crash of 2008, uh-huh. things changed and people weren't given mortgages. People weren't given tons uh, of credit. People yeah. weren't given giant loans anymore. Mm-hmm. So we were like, what are we going to do? And I could only get a loan for $50,000. And I was like, it's probably going to cost us at least one fifty. I figured it would cost us. Yeah. 
at least double what it cost that tiny place because we wanted a bigger space. Yeah. We wanted to have live music. And um, I managed to get a couple of investors. One of them is one of my bartenders, Knock Wood. That's what oh, I just did, guys. Good. I knocked wood. <laughs> and uh, otherwise, I don't know what would have happened. Yeah. You know? That and space makes perfect sense, though, in hindsight. Yeah, we needed a commercial space that was not on a residential block. Yeah. That's what we needed. Yeah. You know, we've had a lot of coincidences. You know, I looked you at that looked space. You looked at that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. crazy that you looked that, at that space. I looked at that space, and I wasn't, we weren't, we clearly weren't ready because we didn't know what to do yeah. with it. Yeah. And, but we looked at it and we didn't take it, and then you guys took it, and then I was like, you see, Stuart, that can be a bar. <laughs> Like, now we're going to look for real. We and had, that's what, like, lit the fire under us. We had such a vision, though, of what we wanted, exactly what I wanted to look like. I had I drew it on a piece of paper, and I said to Jeff, this is what the space needs mm-hmm. to look like. It was a raw space. It was an empty garage. Mm-hmm. There was nothing in there. It no was plumbing. Like a motorcycle garage. It was a garage, yeah. Kind of, ooh! ooh oh, it's okay. Mic. You caught it. I caught it. You All caught right. it. You didn't have which, a glass which makes crash. Sense. No. Um, yeah, so it was it was perfect for us, but it cost a lot of money to put all the stuff yeah. in electric and plumbing in yeah, there was HVAC. Nothing there. there was, it was nothing. Just a raw space. Yeah, so it was it was a lot and to build the stage. Jeff is amazing. Even after we broke up and I hated him and I wanted him to die, <laughs> I remember thinking that, you know, he's useful and you know, in twenty fourteen when we got the new space, we had been broken up a you know, a few years, mm-hmm. I was glad that we had somehow gotten through the bad situation yeah. of me canceling a wedding and wanting to kill him in his sleep. So, <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, I don't even. Suddenly, <laughs> like a nightmare. So, he. Um, because I also own a business with my husband. Yeah, so. but my, you know, he. We were engaged and he cheated on me. So, mm. you know, that's when you want to kill somebody. Yeah, definitely. And we were already. We already, already business we were already business yeah. partners. Yeah, so you were already so, kind of married. Yeah, so <laughs> and it was early in the Lucky Thirteen game, mm. so it was was rough. It was definitely rough, but I figured it's like having a kid. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us had the money to buy the other one yeah. out, so it's like, all right, I have to be an adult and I have to just deal with the fact that I want to oh, kill that him. That sounds so painful. It was sh- really shitty. I, I told him he couldn't come around. I wouldn't see him. I basically fired him from bartending because I didn't wow. want to see him. Yeah, and um. And so you got custody at first. Yeah, I got custody at first. Because <laughs> I, I thought, people can do this. They hate each other and they do it because they have a kid. Mm-hmm. Lucky 13 is our baby. Yeah. I guess it's a teenager now. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's a bar mitzvah. But we did it. So, And I'm glad we did it. And right before yeah. COVID, we were looking at opening another space in another state. Oh, boy. And, of course, I'm really glad that I'm the no, no, no person. And mm-hmm. so is Jeff right now because I kept saying no to all the spaces we saw. We were looking in Tampa mostly. Oh, wow. Um, and I kept saying no. And then after COVID happened, like, right, we actually had a trip booked that week that they shut down the city. Wow. To go, to go look at a couple spaces again because we were going to make a decision. Mm-hmm. And I just kept saying, no, it didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And he was mad at me. And then he was like, thank God you were like, yeah. no. Because we would have lost all our money. We lost all of it. And we would have lost the money we saved to open the new bar is what kept us afloat during mm-hmm. the first, the beginning of COVID here in New York. Yeah. Because our landlord refused to fucking help us. At all. Wow. He's, that sucks. He's not been great. That really I sucks. understand he has partners too. He has many buildings. I don't know his situation. Yeah. He he let us pay a lower um, amount for a few months, mm-hmm. but the the part we didn't pay got tacked mm-hmm. on to the rest of the rent. Uh, so it's not like we actually so he got just a break. Gave you 
time yeah, he didn't give yeah, you a break. Yeah, right. So that's been unpleasant. We owe him a lot of money right now. And we've wow. been trying, you yeah. know, because we closed again when Cuomo closed in indoor yeah. in December. We we kind of sort of did a little bit too. We yeah. closed during the week and opened on the weekend. Right. So so now you have this place. You've had it, I think, two... 2014. 2014, so five years already. Yeah. Six. Six. Six years. And it's going well. You were able to put a stage. You put like a yeah. legit stripper pole. Yeah. Um, you have it's go-go awesome. dancers. Yeah. And it was going um, great. And, and we made money can, for the first time ever in 2019. Like yeah. actually made money. Oh, man. And people you know? can like ride up with their motorcycles. Yeah. And nobody no calls the cops. No complaints. Yeah. And so Make tons. Now, we keep the doors open. Blast metal yeah. in the street. Like... That's a, know, that's a fun spot. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I mean, I, I like that COVID has given us street seating. That's kind of fun. Yeah, that know? is fun. That's the last place I went before everything got shut down because it was um, my friend Riff's birthday, ah, March last 15th. March. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. And so we had, he had this big plan, like this whole day planned. It was his 40th birthday and we were going to go into the city and blah, blah, blah. And then when all the things started happening, it became we'll go have dinner in Park Slope and then we'll go to Lucky mm-hmm. 13. And I was like, I don't think we should go. And Stuart's so like, we have to go. And I was like, all right, we'll just go to the dinner. Right. And then we went to the dinner and we had two drinks. Yeah. And then I was like, we're going to Lucky 13. <laughs> and then the next thing you know it, I'm eating like cupcakes with my hands. Right. And we're already supposed to be like watching taking, out yeah, and yeah. taking care. People were trying and to hug me on Friday the 13th. We had a mm. party. And I had already posted a thing about... We're we're using disposable everything. Yeah. Please don't shake hands with anyone. I was already on yeah. high alert. Yeah. And people were still trying to hug me, and I was like, "Get the fuck away from me!" And a couple of people were like, "What COVID? Ha!" Huh? And I, was, I know. You know. And I just and we took it very seriously. Caught COVID that night. I think I may have had it in February. Actually. Yeah. We we March sixteenth. I. I had a fever, and March okay. 17th, Stewart had a so, fever. So, yeah, you probably it. got it that weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. You know, it's crazy. So, we all had to shut down, right? You right. shut down? Yeah, we shut then... down for almost three months. Mm-hmm. Then we started doing to-go, uh-huh. making air quotes. Yeah. Because it kind of wasn't to-go. People would stand People outside. People would kind of stand outside and yeah. drink. Fortunately... I brought the go-go girls back, uh-huh. which was insane. Everyone's like, well, how's that going to work? I'm like, mm-hmm. they'll dance on the bar. They need work, too. Yeah. And we'll put a tip bucket in front and their mm-hmm. Venmos for contactless tipping. Yeah. When you come in to order a drink, you get to see the dancers for a few minutes. Okay. You know, so that's what we did. And it actually worked. And when the cops came by and they saw the dancers, they were like, oh, this is cool. This place is cool. And they <laughs> let us get away with the fact that people were d- drinking that's in the amazing. street. So... And their names weren't. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? We were keeping everyone socially distanced. Mm-hmm. We had we drew pentacles on the sidewalk mm-hmm. so that people knew where to stand <laughs> six feet apart. And we really tried <laughs> to follow the rules to the best of our ability, mm-hmm. but not lose the business. Yeah, you know, which was yeah. hard. Yeah. And then everyone was like, "Oh, you got to take this loan," and I was like, "Why am I going to go into debt?" Yeah. I actually when had to take a loan we, in we, December. We took we took one because it turned out that the loans will be forgiven. Right. But then why do they call them a loan? Yeah. I was so confused. I don't think my loan is going to be forgiven. No? But, okay. But, I mean, we just weren't... I got... No one answered me. I applied for so many things, and, mm-hmm. like, literally no one answered me. The oh, only so The sorry. only business 
grant that I got was from Facebook. They gave me $2,500. Oh, that's Facebook hilarious. Of all, and I hate Facebook. Yeah. So now I'm like trying to be forgiving of Facebook. But after the last year, between the COVID deniers, the Trump supporters, the Vax deniers, I can't. I want to blow Facebook up. But they're the only one that gave us some that's money. so funny. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I need, we needed that yeah. $2,500 at and that moment. Your business doesn't lend itself to turning into a cafe like Not mine at does. All. Um, it was but even we have a lot of very loyal yes, customers. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That's that's um, the thing with Minis, my new bar. Right. Is that we haven't had the time to, to build, build up the a, customers. Right. So when like during the thick of it when we were doing only to go or only outdoor we had at Hinterlands we had a core of like 20 people that would that come were right. here every day yeah, yes yeah. Tom I see you Tom waving I see you Dave <laughs> <laughs> um, and they they kept us in business and they would come and sit outside in 20 degrees right and like they weren't doing it because they woke up thinking you know what I want to do today I want to sit outside in the cold and eat a sandwich cold. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, so you guys had you had a lot of loyal. Yeah, we did, and one of them started to go fund me for us, uh-huh. and that, um, and so I said, "Can you put on the GoFundMe that we're gonna split half to the bar to pay mm-hmm. our fucking rent, yeah. and half I'm gonna split amongst the staff." Yeah. Um, and I think that helped it to grow even more. Yeah. You know, so we got almost twenty thousand dollars. Oh, out that's of that great. GoFundMe. That's really great. So we took that ten thousand dollars went crazy fast. Yeah. I think I, mean, I paid the insurance and the rent and it was gone or yeah. whatever. You know, not $10, even. Ten thousand dollars. Yeah. Nothing. People don't understand that's yeah. not a lot of money yeah. no, it's in, not. in in when you own when you're trying to run a commercial yeah. business in New York City. Yeah. It just it's flies right out of there. Like the insurance alone. I can't. Like I can't even. I get an email from my insurance company with a new bill. It feels like it's every two weeks. I'm like, I hate didn't them. we just pay this? Like what? what so we got, we got sued the year before COVID. For, so our insurance is through the fucking roof now. A dancer kicked a fucking girl in the face. Oh, of no. course it wasn't a metal dude. Of course it was a Saturday night where some, oh, some Saturday park slope nights. people came in and were like, oh, isn't this fun? Oh. And one girl was not paying attention she was right by the corner of the mm-hmm. bar, and she got clipped right over the forehead and with the heel. Sued? She sued us. She got $23,000. Oh, my God. And our insurance company dropped us. And now we pay an insane amount of money for insurance because that happened. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. So that's Can like a nightmare. Can you just put up a sign that's like, enter at your we own have, risk? We have those signs. Come on. She sued for, like, mental distress. Don't even <gasps> ask. It was, like, so stupid. The nerve. I know. It was, and I was like, if a dude got kicked in the face and had a little baby scar over his forehead, I he'd be like, a stripper gave me this. I know. He'd be so proud of it, you know? Ah, oh, that but, sucks. And she claimed that she lo- missed work and all this crazy... Bitch. Yeah, so that was that was brutal. <laughs> but now our insurance is insane. So I was fighting with them over when we were closed because we were closed mm-hmm. three months in the beginning, uh-huh. and then we were just closed three months again. Uh-huh. So I'm like, we're when closed. Indoor. Yeah. Why am I paying thousands of dollars yeah. for a shuttered business? Yeah, I should be paying for fire, whatever. Yeah, you know, a closed 
building yeah. should be paying. Yeah. And With that was no like a whole it. fight. But we got some knocked off, but it was still stupid. Yeah. You know? Same here. I remember I called them when we shut and they were like, oh, we'll take off 10%. And it's like, that's insane. Understand. I'm closed. <laughs> yeah. No, no one's that, getting, there's no yeah. fights happening yeah. in here. No one's going to slip and fall. Yeah. There's no, no one inside. Yeah. But, you know, everyone's got their hand in the pot. And, and your you other know. business is um, your personal trainer. My fitness business. Your fitness yeah. business. Also which died is also, on the same day. Yeah, same day. I remember thinking, oh, my God, all the places I teach and my bar closed on March 16th. Yeah. Like, and you're like, you're smart. You're, you diversified. I diversified. You're it didn't like, matter. Maybe the bar business won't work out, but the fitness right. business will. Yeah. And yeah, oh, it's such bullshit. It is. And so, so you closed for three months. You tried the like summer to go. thing and the to then go. Then we got the outside seating, mm-hmm. which helped a lot. Yeah. So then we were actually able to pay our bills for a couple of months. Yeah, we weren't. Yeah, we we nice. didn't make any money, but we mm-hmm. we broke even for a couple yeah. of months, which was shocking because I was like, "There's no way, yeah. you know, we have how many seats outside, you know, yeah. we can't have shows, mm-hmm. you know, whatever." But we had the dancers. We had the we we put speakers to the outside. Nice. So we tried to make it fun anyway, mm-hmm. and our people. Came. So I appreciate them so much because they yeah. helped us through all of that. That's great. But then, then when it started getting cold, yes, people stopped coming. And, and then they moved the, the, curfew the curfew back to 10. And our, my customers, and don't, customers don't come don't, out till 10. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. No, I... I see that. That's so, crazy. Nine thirty, the earliest. So when yeah. we had the midnight curfew, like we were, we could bang out something in those two hours. Mm. But ten o'clock. Ten no o'clock. Way. There was no point. And then we and tried. The food. And the food thing is insane. You it's have to ridiculous. serve food with the drink. We're not. We're a metal bar. Yeah. Here's your fucking <laughs> onion ring. You know, like what? And it can't be packaged. It can't be chips. Yeah. It can't be. It's just insane. <laughs> like house of yes. I got really scared. Because they said the food has to be made on premises. I knew a lot of bars in the neighborhood, Mm -hmm. like Angry Wade's, got in a lot of trouble for Uh some bullshit. And then House Yes, they had a sister restaurant around the corner where they were making their food. Uh It's owned by the same people. Mm -hmm. They don't have a kitchen. House Yes is a nightclub. Uh They had the seating outside. They were following all the rules. They hired a fucking server even. Wow. You know, they did Uh everything by the book except the food wasn't made in the building and they got, and they got shut down and a $25,000 fine which bullshit. is insane That's I'm crazy. sorry they were just raping us out yeah. there you know no they totally were and we um, a bunch of us are on this like text chain this like um, like bar owner text chain yeah. and and it was like SLA is at this bar right right the department of buildings is at this bar yeah we got inspected by the taxi and limousine commission for like, what like, like they were they just sent the ta- the TLC oh inspectors God. into the bars to make sure that we have our X's on the floor and whatever yeah. else yeah someone nonsense. just came and hit us from the department of buildings last week and we had to talk our way out of it they said we needed some backflow, prev- something we've never been told. We've been there since 2014. Oh, my God. Something that'll cost us at least 10 grand. Backflow you know? Yeah, like yeah. this whole thing. And I'm like, um, we, we, we passed all the inspections. Yeah. Is this something new? You know what Well, I now mean? that you're serving food. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's <laughs> kind of how restaurant. it's so insane. <laughs> it's always something. I hope the food then, thing goes away. Yeah. I hope the food thing crazy. goes away and the outdoor tables stay. Yeah, I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't think they will either. Because we're literally in the street. Yeah. I mean, we're taking up parking spots. Yeah. We have the Jewish center right next door to us. <laughs> I'm sure they don't love drunk bikers <laughs> sitting practically in front oh, of their center. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then today, Cuomo announced that we get another hour. We'll get another hour. We get another little crumb. Yeah. And I'll take it, man. And yeah, I'll take it. Because midnight... Like ten o'clock, we couldn't have done. We yeah. had ten o'clock, and it got cold out. And he and he snacked. He snagged. It was my birthday, and mm-hmm. I was out of the country because I was like, I have to get the fuck uh-huh. out of here. And they left um, on someone else's dime. By the way, people. Someone was like, Oh, you're. <laughs> someone said to Jeff, Oh, your partner. You guys have no money, but your partner's jet setting around the world. I'm like, You know, I made a man pay for that shit. You know, I didn't pay for that shit. So he, he took me away from my birthday because I was so depressed. I was losing my mm-hmm. fucking mind on the couch. And it was because we weren't making enough money to pay the rent or to pay the insurance or to pay the insane Con Edison bill because we were trying to blast the heat. Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, you know how it is. And the heaters. And 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 everything. And we we couldn't make enough to pay the bills. So I was losing my mind. And then Cuomo announced no more indoor. Yes. And it was on my birthday that he announced that. And I'm like, we're just closing. Yeah. I'm like, Monday, we're just closing because there's no point. It's snowing outside. Like, I'm not going to have people. Bikers, first of all, they're not out in the cold. Yeah. And that's a big section of our clientele. Yeah, definitely. So they're not even out. And then we're not walking distance from people. Yeah. We're a destination spot, you know? Like, Park Slope people don't really come to the bar that much. It's not that kind of clientele. So we shut down for three months again until they gave us indoor back. And your rent didn't shut down and your Con Ed bill. Nothing shut down. For some reason, you still have a Con Ed bill, even though you're I don't know why that is. Well, we had to keep the heat on because the pipes will freeze. Yeah, exactly. You can't just shut everything down. And the insurance is still on. so crazy. So I hate to whine and complain because we made it, whereas places like other places didn't make it. didn't make it. That's true. Um, this new, so this new announcement, so they announced, so I assumed that like two weeks ago, they would be like, oh, let's move the curfew because they were moving other things. And then they just didn't. And then they made an announcement a couple of days ago, last week that they They were going to read, they were keeping it till May 6th. So I've been trying to convince Stuart to go out of town with me. We're fully vaxxed. And it's my birthday, and I'm yeah. like, let's go out of town. And then they announced that they were not dropping the curfew till May 6th. So I was like, all right, perfect. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. We're going to Miami for my birthday. Mm-hmm. And we booked this trip. And then just today, yeah. they announced it's that just April an You don't 19th, have to not go. I know. But our staff is already working. A lot of hours. A, they're working this one shift from right, noon I know. to 11. Right, right. And now they're going to work another hour. I know. And we're not here I don't even know help. what to do about the shift. Because so, we don't have two shifts a day anymore yeah, either because yeah, of the we weird to. hours. And it's like, is somebody going to work three hours? Like, what's right. going to happen? Yeah. So It's very hard so to navigate. As much as I'm very happy that we get this extra hour I'm like great good timing thank you thank you thank you and fuck you I mean Um, I went and lived in Costa Rica for a month and a half because I was like I'm not I can't afford to eat in New York yeah I don't have any money that's true I'm I'm teaching some (laughs) classes on Zoom that's Mm -hmm. how I've been supporting myself while the bar was closed I'm very lucky that I have a following of people that took my classes before for a million years that all convinced me to start teaching on Zoom I was like I think I'm too old to figure out this technology. It really was not hard. <laughs> Me too. I really Me had too. a moment though, like I don't know what's what this thing is, this Zoom thing. And and I've been making enough money to sort of survive, but I just Well, oh, because you still have your own rent. Yeah. I have a fucking mortgage I have to pay. And I said that to my landlord. 
I, to my bar's landlord. Uh-huh. I said, listen, I need you to know that I can't pay my bills at home. Mm-hmm. So secondary is your fucking rent. Yeah. And I... I don't want that to be the case. I'd uh-huh. like to be able to pay you. Yeah. But if I can't pay my bills at home, like my cable and my internet got turned off. Yeah. Like ha- at home. So yeah. ha- so I can't, how do you expect me to be able to pay my mortgage at home and still be able to pay you? It's impossible. Yes. It's impossible. Yes. Oh, and so he's sucks. like, oh, you can pay half rent for four months. But we'll tag it on the but end. But we'll tag it. So now we've started the tag on. Yeah. yeah. Al- already? Already. April 1st. <gasps> yeah. It's too soon. I know. That's not I know, fair. but it's All spread right. out over the rest of the year. So it's, okay. it, it's, it's just a little it bit more. It could be worse. But it's, you know, well, we're back midnight, to full rent this, plus the tack on. Yeah, so, this but the midnight, midnight will couldn't help have us. come at a better yeah, time. Yeah, no, it's true. And it will help us a lot. And we won't be able to make real money again until shows come back, honestly. And I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. I don't know. That's really where we make our money. I think money. you can do shows now. <laughs> 33%. Yeah, yes. Closing at now midnight. At midnight, you're right. You, so, the, by the time I pay a sound engineer yeah, and a, and no, a door right, guy, right. there's no money to pay yeah. bands or any performers. And I know? can't see a stand-up comedian working in no. that space. <laughs> I mean, I might be able to do a couple of do burlesque like shows. Oh, burlesque, Because yes. we were doing that before. Mm-hmm. But again... What are we going to have to charge per ticket to yeah, have only 33%, 33% and still be able to pay a sound guy, lighting guy, bouncer? You know what yeah. I mean? I have to have a bouncer if people are getting naked on stage. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I have to. Yeah. And I, already I'm out of pocket $500 yeah, then. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. Before you even start, yeah. close at midnight, 33%. It's, not, yeah, it's it just not worth it. Sense. That's why no one's really doing a lot of yeah. stuff right now. Yeah. I think comedy clubs are and maybe places that have like jazz quartets yeah. and stuff like that. Good yeah. for them. I hope they do that well. That makes sense. But for us, I didn't even think of that. it's just not possible right now. So I don't know. We need to get maybe, maybe at 50%. With yeah. midnight, maybe. And I don't thing, know. The thing is, when we went from twenty five percent to thirty five percent, like I got a million text messages, and they're like, "Oh, you get to go up." Oh no, when we went to fifty percent, right? They're like, "Oh, you get to go up to fifty percent, right?" Whatever we got up to, thirty five. Whatever. We went twenty five, then we went thirty five. Yeah, I was like, was. "That's a handful of yeah. fucking people." And people were like, "Oh, that's so exciting for you. You get to have more people." And I'm like, "We can't." fit anymore people right. at six feet apart right. it's impossible you know unless yeah. you get rid of the six feet apart rule right. unless you let people sit at the bar right like we're having the same issue it doesn't matter how much you increase right. it there's no we did we them. we at least are able to utilize the venue space for mm-hmm. seating yeah so that's what we've been that's doing fair. we have tables i'm like that's stuff. fair <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't at least we have that yes you know otherwise i don't even know because our bar is just as narrow as this bar yeah. is. you know it is um so, I have a segment. I have one segment where I read a letter Do it. from a listener, um, which I hardly ever get. <laughs> so, I'm excited. So, I usually, well, no, this isn't. I oh. usually, if I don't get a letter, I read from a um, Reddit, Am I the Asshole? Oh, my God. And so, I found a few... A few different ones, this one's too long, um, that were basically, am I the asshole for not tipping a stripper? So oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So we're going to assume yes. Yes. And let's see if I can read this better 
with my glasses. I, so I we're see these things. I see these things online on uh, Instagram because uh-huh. I follow a lot of dancers' uh-huh. Instagrams and stuff. And the dancers' locker room, there'll always be guys oh. that'll be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have to tip." Well, why are you there? Yeah. Why well, would you go there? You know it's going to be expensive, yeah. right? You know that that's what that is. Well, I just want to go have a drink. No, you don't. No, you you want to look at the girls or yeah, you just you go to a just regular have... bar and not pay $12 for a Corona. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to be on the same page. <laughs> All right. Why are my glasses not working? There we go. Oh, because I have to look at the bottom part. I just got, I want to say I just got glasses. They're not even, they're bifocals. Um, but I didn't have glasses before, and I just got these during COVID. And so every time I try to wear them with my mask, they fog up. It's insane. So I take them off, and then I never get used to wearing them. So here we are. All right. Am I the asshole for not tipping a stripper? Me, 18 female, and my boyfriend, 20, went to a strip club for the first time just for the hell of it. We were watching and just minding our business. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) We were there for all but an hour. Maybe 50 minutes. <laughs> I already hate her. And we paid $40 for us to get in. Which goes to the club. Goes to the club. Doesn't and the, go girls, to the girls have to also pay yes. the club now. Yes. Like a lot of money. Yes. All, always. I feel like we tipped out the DJ and that was really it back in the 90s. Um, in the early 90s. I remember we had to pay the club. And in one place, it was a percentage, but you were on the honor system. And in one place, it was a set amount. And then you also had to tip the DJ. And that wasn't mandatory, but if you didn't, you were going to get fucked. Yeah, you have to tip the DJ. You have to tip the DJ. And... um, Or they play the worst music. They play the worst music. Or they don't call you on stage. Yes. I was... I was... it's so funny. I was just telling my friend Jamie over here last week, a song came on here at Hinterlands. Um, what's that song by XTC? What if God was one of us? And I had a DJ that loved that song. And he'd be like, please, please, please. Can you go up to this song? And I'm like, it's such a bad song for this. For that, But I would yeah. do it. Again, I was on the five to one shift. Right, right. So there weren't a lot of people. Oh my God, that's <laughs> So I would try to dance to that. Um, all right. All right, this... This person... 50 minutes. Yeah. We paid $40 for us to get in. This particular stripper got on stage and offered for us to sit closer, to which we kindly declined. She did her dance for the men that were sitting in front of her, and they tipped her well. You don't know that. Yeah. Better than what any of the others got I got a food stamp once. Oh, my God. At Paradise Club, I got a food stamp. That's amazing. I went in the back, and I was like, what is this Monopoly money? Oh, my God, it's a food stamp. That's ridiculous. Fuck you, man. Whoever you are out there, fuck you. You need that more than me. Are you crazy? (laughs) Food. Strippers don't eat, stupid. I think I bought a Nutriment with it. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Here, go get yourself something. (laughs) Uh, better than one of the any of the others got tr- got tipped at the end of her show. She very rudely said, "You should tip me because you're watching." That's not rude. That's true. We ignored her oh my God. and decided to leave because All right, well, they, they left because they weren't that good anyways, except for one in particular. Oh my but God. we didn't tip her either. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't think I'm obligated to tip. Although it may be the respectful, and respectful is in quotes, thing to do. Am I the asshole? Yes. Consensus says, yes, you are yes, the asshole. you're the asshole. Um, do but at not, least they left. At, at least, least they, they didn't stay. But they stayed for an hour. So obnoxious. Do not, so 
do not ever go to a strip club and not expect to tip. Of course you not. Do not go to a strip club unless you have a lot of money to lose. Strip clubs are expensive. Strip clubs are expensive, and they have to. They walk in minus a few hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. So you, they really, and if you're not taken into the VIP room, and if they're only working on tips, to make that money, you need to tip them. Yes. You know. And like you said, you went in there to see strippers. Yeah. And I don't even care if they're great dancers. No. You just saw you, her stuff. Yeah. <laughs> give her That's not free. Give her an actual dollar, not a food and, stamp. And you know, she got her she did her hair, she put on her makeup, she bought her heels, she and, did her nails. You know that shit is she, really expensive yeah. now too. These girls with the extensions and the nails and the and they check your nails at the clubs now. Do they? Yeah. Oh, they never check my nails. They check you luckily. how your gown has to match your G string, oh, has never to happened. match your, your hair. They used to tell me to get a tan all the time. That they was told the me to thing. tan and tone up. Tan and tone up. <laughs> <laughs> I only got the weirdos as like uh, this pale girl with black hair. Oh, man. Tan, yes, I remember. Tan and tone up. And when I got to New York, there was a law that your nipples had to be covered. So they wanted you to put this like liquid. That. Because I remember it was awful. They do that in Jersey. They wanted you to put this liquid, but it was, it was different. You had to put this like liquid... Um, glue right. on your nipples and then cover it with makeup so they looked like nipples. Right. So right. they were yeah, it's technically, it's covered, technically covered and that glue was like known to cause cancer so we never did it because oh it was like who would even know we had it on. Right. So. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, they do that in Jersey. I was at... Uh, I thought Jersey was you had to keep your top on. You No, know, some... I went to Scores in Atlantic City uh -huh. and they had like like clear gel over their nipples. And you could see and it. And you could kind of see Ooh. their nipples. So I don't know. And then some girls just had pasties on, yeah. actually. Yeah, okay. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Every state has its own shit. Crazy laws. Know? Crazy laws. And That's why there's no nude places here anymore because people want to have a fucking drink. Well, because you can't open a place and not have booze. Like the, the bar wouldn't make any money. Right, right. You have and to now charge you have to a crazy, food. right, and now you have to serve food. <laughs> Ew. Well, because you, you know the buffet places, the strip oh, clubs with buffets. Can you imagine I now can't. that we know what we know? Because <laughs> I always thought that was gross. I did too. New York Dolls had that afternoon yes, buff they buffet. Did. I remember and that. And it, it did well, actually. Yes, people worked worked at the World Trade yeah. Center, and they, and would, they go would go there, and go and there eat. for lunch. Ooh, <laughs> that's so scary. <laughs> and that's and before anyone knew they had to wash their hands, right? Yeah, we only just learned that last year. <laughs> now we know, finally. <laughs> so, oh man, this is so fun. So if people want to support you and Lucky 13, how can they do that? Um, Lucky 13 is at 644 Sackett Street in Gowanus slash Park Slope. And we're open seven days, like three on weekends and four p.m. during the week right now. I guess it will be midnight, open till midnight. Mm -hmm. Love it if people came by, even just to check it out and have a drink. Um, you can tip the bartenders and you can tip the dancers. Yay. We have a bucket and we also have virtual Venmo, which a lot of people do use, mm -hmm. actually. Is there a Venmo for... For each dancer. Um, is there like a GoFundMe or a Venmo for... No, we're right not now? doing okay, that not right doing now. I mean, we... Because now that you're open. We do have a Venmo, but it's lucky... 
13 spelled out. So if you're not in the area and you want to send us what you might spend on a night of drinking, that'd be really nice. <laughs> but I feel like we're open now and I don't so like asking by. people for Go money. By. Yeah, come by. And if, if a stripper hits you in the head with her <laughs> foot, don't, don't sue. sue. <laughs> but no, that can't happen right now because no one's allowed to sit at the oh, bar. That's right. So it's fine. You know, you're not going to get kicked. Or I had to put. I had to put the um, no more than six inch heels rule in effect <gasps> after that. Oh, after that no. accident, and you know these bitches love their eight inch yeah. pleasers now, which are ridiculous. <laughs> but I, that's you know what happened, and they always hit the TV too when they have like an eight inch heel. So, so it's, it's a good rule. It's a good rule. We're gonna have to go back to that now. You know, soon when people can sit at the bar again, mm-hmm. which I hope is soon because I, you know, the hit and run of like serving and there's a line and people tell me a tragedy and I have to go um there's someone waiting to get a drink like that's horrible I want to spend a few minutes and because people have been through a lot over the last year not just COVID but all kinds of things have happened I never thought that there would be a crisis that could not be dealt with by sitting at the bar Right. And the fact that we don't have sitting at the bar to deal with this crisis is, I feel like, the biggest tragedy. Like, how else do you deal with a crisis but to, like, go have a drink, talk to your bartender, talk to to your friend at the bar, meet someone new at the bar, which you can't really do right now. No, you have to go with the the person in your crazy. I mean, after September 11th, I feel like the. Being open for those Port Authority workers and mm-hmm. soothing them with drinks and music and trying to make life mm-hmm. fun for those few hours was really important. Yeah. So it's it's really sad that people have... Some of my dancers lost relatives. Yeah. Like, a lot of terrible things happened. Yeah. A customer came in and told me that his sister got killed sitting in an outside seating oh my God. area before they, before they told everyone to... Because people literally yeah. hung ropes on cones and shit. It's so dangerous. So somebody lost control of their car and mowed down a bunch of people. Yeah. And his sister got killed. And I literally was like looking at the line behind him. Like, how do oh, I make this no. person feel better right now? When he's telling me this horrible story that just happened days ago. Oh, and you're like, do you want to sit like, in our outdoor space? Yeah, you can't even, I can't even oh. talk to you. I can't hug you. Yeah. It's really hard. It's crazy. It's hard. But no hugging is crazy. It's really hard. I finally hugged my sister for the first time in a year. Yeah. Because now I'm vaccinated and she has one yeah. down. Nice. You know. Yeah. I got to hug my dad for the first time uh, like a month and a half ago. So crazy, right? And, yeah. And I I usually see my dad once a week. Right. So we, and I hadn't seen him for a year. Right. Well, I haven't seen my, yeah. my uncle who I used to see all the time yeah. for over a year now. So crazy. Making the plan. Making the plans. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Charlie. So thanks. Um, what am I going to say? So support Lucky Thirteen. Yeah. Come out. Check us out on Come Instagram. To- Lucky oh. Thirteen Saloon. Um, cool. I'm Lucky Thirteen Queen on Instagram. I try not to be on Facebook too much. So if I you understand. write me on Facebook, you're probably not going to hear from me. <laughs> but I'm on the gram constantly. Awesome. Yeah. And come to Minis, come to Hinterlands, you know where we are. And thank you so much. My pleasure. For being here. My pleasure. And this has been I Know the Owner. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I know the owner. I know the owner. I know the owner. I know the owner.